It's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we're on Take the Elevator. Yes, we are. And I'm first, let me just share how excited I am that we have actually decorated for the fall. <laughs> Why do you sound like um, that is something like different? Well, it's different in that we usually start decorating for the fall at the beginning of October. So we're like two weeks behind. And um, yeah, I was like, I'm tired of seeing the summer things. I, I feel like orange and browns and beiges and pumpkins and spice and all that stuff. Absolutely. And so to your credit, I will say this. Uh, we usually do decorate, but we've been in a very busy season and things have just been flying at us left and right to get done and to be a part of and growing by leaps and bounds. That's right. So actually decorating for the fall brought something up and is going to be the focus of today's episode. And we're going to talk about discovering your unique gifts. And the reason why this is tied to decorating is I really believe that decorating is one of our gifts, especially as a couple, mm, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yes. Different styles, but definitely it comes together. So what happened today was uh, you took out everything that's fall um, to put in the house. And while I was in the gym, you had put everything away and you came up with this idea that I was totally closed off to. Yes. Right. You're like, I have an idea. And typically a person should be like, great. What is it? Right. <laughs> my, no. <laughs> what was my reaction? Uh, no. <laughs> well, no, I, when I heard the idea, it was no. Cause my reaction was not great. What is it? My, my reaction was like, Okay, what is it? Mm-hmm. And you said, I think we should combine what we currently have out with the fall stuff. And that's when I said, no, it's too much. Yeah, that's when we heard the prices right. <laughs> and then you put it out and I saw the vision a little bit. And typically when we decorate, I come behind you and. I like to say refine. I love moving things around and just picking up your vision and yeah, refining it, making it work. Yes. I, I'm excellent with uh, the vision portion. Jen is uh, incredible when it comes to placement. Uh, and a lot of times placement is everything. If you're talking about setting up something for a sales ad or a, um, something to, to attract people, to bring people in, you want that placement perfect, and you want to be able to um, draw the people's attention. Now, I don't have a sales background. I just like what I like, and I have a vision for it. Jen has a sales background, and she shows that sales background in the way she sets up and in the way she presents. I'm trying to learn that from you. Cool. So, yes, thanks for identifying some unique gifts about me. And so that's what we're going to talk about is discovering your unique gifts. You know, Corey, when we say that the concept of unique talent, strengths, and gifts for people who are like, well, what does that mean? Cause a lot of people decorate, a lot of people can sell what makes it unique. What makes one's ability to sell more unique than another? Sure. Well, 
Have you ever found yourself, and, and I'm speaking to everyone, not just to Jen, have you ever found yourself in a store and someone approaches you and they begin to tell you about a product? And, and in your mind, in your heart of hearts, you've already said, I'm not buying, I'm not going to get enticed, I'm here to get A, B, and C, and so no matter what they say to me, I'm, I, it's not going to work, I'm not going to buy but you find yourself walking out of the store with that very thing you said you're not going to buy, that is an excellent salesperson. And so that that is translated to me as a gift that someone has the ability to convince you that you may possibly need this and can't live without it. And so that's why you're walking out of the store with it, knowing that you probably didn't have the budget or you didn't want to spend the time. And so... That's a gift. That's uh, something that a lot of people just don't have and don't know how to acquire it if it's acquirable. Yeah. And in addition to that, when I think of a person with a unique gift of selling, they make the people that they're selling to feel a certain kind of way. They feel good about what they purchased. In fact, they feel so good. They start referring other people to the person who sold them. Yes. Right. Indeed. Sold the item to them. So that's what we mean by, yeah, there's a bunch of people who do the one thing. And then there are people who add a unique twist to the way they do it. Right. So same thing with art, same thing with writing music and the different parts of writing music. So um, my one of my questions to you, Corey, is that I've had people actually ask me. How do you know what your unique gifts are? Like, I feel so ordinary. I feel standard. I feel like there's nothing unique and special about what I do. What would you say to that person? I would say that everyone has some unique quality, unique gift and ability to do something or another. They may not have found out yet, but everyone has something. Yeah. Like I think about cooking. Let's take cooking, for example, because I'm thinking about our kids. They have a gift of seasoning they have a gift of plating um and just making what they create so tempting and like i think for sure kill and xavier have this down with like presentation and how that's set up mm-hmm. nathan definitely loves the flavor and you can taste it in his food right so this is again another example of people who love to cook And then people who have unique gifts in it. I think one of the for sure signs of your gifts is when you feel like time stands still for the thing that you're doing or like you lose track of time because you're enjoying it so much or people are complimenting you on the thing because it's so special, right? If you need reflection moments to figure out your individual gifts, I think those are some clues and some ways to know what they are. Absolutely. And a lot of people would say to me, well, um, I, I just haven't discovered it. I don't know what it is I'm supposed to have or able to to do that makes me unique or makes that a, a gift or makes, makes it stand out. And I would say to that individual that it will find you. It's just a matter of you honing in on it once it's presented to you. And some people have these abilities, but they just don't recognize them. Um, One of our really closest friends, uh, Gloria, uh, Lady Love Glows, is... Lady Glow Loves. (laughs) (laughs) 
I try. I love it though. That sounded pretty cool. <laughs> so anyway, she's uh just this excellent green thumb and just can make anything. And let me tell you how <laughs> I love what you said the other day. Dude, <laughs> this is rocking my world. And so when I tell you guys this, it just know I, I was blown away. So last year, 2022, um, Jen's team received, um, what are those, poinsettias. They received, you know, yeah. used, used poinsettias. And when I say used, the, the company had used them and put them out and, and then they were going to get rid of them. And so in order to either distribute them, distribute them or throw them away. Gloria said, absolutely not. I will take them. And so she took them and we're used to poinsettias pretty much coming into season. They die off. You get rid of them and you move on. No, 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 no. Gloria kept those poinsettias alive to this very day from last year, <laughs> yep. 2022, December, 2022. And those poinsettias are thriving and still growing and alive and changing colors throughout the seasons. And and that's a gift. That's a talent, you know? Um, some people have the ability to teach. Wait, I have to say something. Okay, go ahead. If you're wondering or saying, man, Corey is really excited about the poinsettias, it's because he's married to someone who just massacres everything. Yeah, does not try to kill these plants. I promise, like, I have every intent to keep them alive. And uh, I think I'm, I'm an over nurturer. <laughs> so um, this is why Corey is like, wow, the. This stuff really exists. It really does. You know, <laughs> and as I was saying, um, some people have the gift of teaching. Some people don't have the gift of teaching children, but others yeah. does. Others do have that uh, that ability. And some people have the, the gift and the ability to teach adults, which is incredible as well. Right. So, yes, gifts can be teaching, growing things, um, planning things, putting together parties, putting together events. Um, some people cook, but they don't bake. Some people bake, but they don't cook. And it's just all these different things that you have, uh, an opportunity to excel in, in your gift. And instead of looking at what you don't do, start looking at what you do, because, uh, it may be a very unique talent and gift that not a lot of people share. Yeah. You gave excellent examples of gifts that fall into creative intellectual or social gifts, right? So I think we've covered the gift section here. Can I say one more? Yeah. And this is key for me to, to say this live. Uh, Jen has the uh, very <laughs> unique oh. gift to drive. Yes. And I do not. And so I'm not saying I can't drive. I'm just simply saying that if you were to look at how Jen drives, it's almost race car precision. And and I'm not saying she speeds all the time. I'm just saying uh, that she's so funny. She handles the car very well and even while having to, you know, navigate doing other things. So yeah, it's simple things like that that some people may have and, and that's why there are race car drivers that exist today. Yeah. So can I just say the thing about driving? Cause that sounds so strange, right? Oh, Jen's gift isn't driving. It's the overall um, way of being when I drive. Like, I realize I have passengers in the car. 
So I'm very careful. I want to get them there safely and yet smoothly, right? Um, and I'm that way with people in all things, I feel. So, um, yeah, there's stories there with driving, but we won't get into that right Thank now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so our diverse gifts, right? We all can agree that we all have different gifts. Right. And they can positively impact the world. Or negatively. Yeah, absolutely. And then we started talking, Corey, about how there are gifts that people don't contribute to the world. It's like there's almost two categories, right? There's the gifts that you keep for yourself or within your close circle. And then there's the gifts that get shared and distributed through the world that you live in. So do you think that there is a reason, a rhyme or reason why gifts are kept to oneself versus those that are shared? Absolutely. And and I say that because I, I have a few that I choose not to share with people or choose not to share all the time. Um, and, and I have my reasons, but, you know, and I can go into a very small detail yeah. of that, but like um, I write music and I write songs. I can also rap, but I don't share that with the world. The rapping, piece. the rapping piece. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be known as a rapper. I don't want to introduce myself in that, in that way so that people are asking me to rap because that's not something that I want to do. Uh, I have a very humorous comedic side that I mm -hmm. don't present to the world. I, I do present it to some people from time to time, but I, I don't want to be known in that, in that vein. I don't want to have that stigma over me. And if I do some of the things I do with Jen, uh, I know for a fact, people, if people seen this and seen how over the top I can be in my acting, um, people would definitely ask me to to do that stuff. And it, it's just not something that I want to display on a regular basis. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, too, um, why people wouldn't share it with everyone else. It could be fear of judgment or like self-doubt, right? Lacking confidence in that gift. Um, or just knowing who they want to be and who they want to be presented as. Yeah, what you said. Yeah. So it could be a bunch of different yeah. things. So when I think of self-doubt and judgment, just an, an example, when I was younger, I loved to write. And when you're younger, you know how this is. As a child, there aren't really any inhibitions. You just let it go. Yeah. And it's fun and it's playful. And I wasn't worried about judgment at all. And then as you get older, as I got older, I overthunk things. I said, how are they going to receive this? Like, it's so not what's in the norm, right? Um, and then I'll write something and I'll change it up. I think it's like a, a bit of people pleasing in my writing. Um, and it's definitely a gift that I want to share. So I've started to share it. Uh, and it feels very freeing. I feel like there's breakthrough happening. And so in that kind of way, I knew the gifts that I wanted to share because they were bigger than me, you know, to, contribute your thoughts and the things that you've learned, I think is a wonderful thing. So I always think, you know, do I have gifts that need to be shared? Are these gifts something that I'm comfortable with keeping to myself? Yeah. And there are, yeah, there are for sure. Um, when people have a gift, Corey, that they definitely feel like they want to share and they do come across 
thoughts of doubt and fear of judgment, what's it, what's good advice that you want to give them around that? Uh, well, I think one of the things, um, and this is going to cause a little bit of controversy, but uh, one of the things is too much education. And I say that because um, there's this, this study that happened. And if you want to look it up, uh, it's uh, just look under uh, genius kids. Uh, they took a hundred kids uh, from kindergarten and they wanted to see if they could find the most genius kids out there. And out of this hundred, all 100 tested genius level mm-hmm. five years into education. The number dropped tremendously five more years. The number dropped again, their IQ, you mean? their, their level of genius. Right. Which is measured through their IQ. You, whatever it's measured. By. Okay. I'm, I'm just telling I thought you. maybe there was another assessment they did to uh, test for genius. I, I'm just giving you the, the raw story. And so over the course of time, being taught a certain way and being taught in a structured manner removed the level of genius in, in these kids over the course of time. And so that's what I mean. I'm not saying education is bad, obviously. Um, to be educated is very well and very good. However, it removes a lot of creativity and imagination because um, you can't function in structured education with that much creativity and that much imagination. And so that that's what I would say. Yeah, I can see that. And I think I mean, that's why maintaining a healthy balance between the intellectual part, the creative part, and the social piece is really important. Um, and if your gifts are stronger in one area, that's cool. But I love learning from different ways, right? There's books, there's seminars, there's actually doing it yourself, experiencing it for yourself. That one is one of my most favorite ways to develop a gift and, and to see it grow. Um I know, Corey, that we have a lot of people in our lives that contribute to the world. Uh, We had a couple a while ago, Ben and Luana. um, They just continue to relentlessly and passionately give to the community. In fact, Ben, we didn't give a shout out, but he just got his doctorate. Speaking of education. Yeah. And there's one that has been very balanced through life. Like I see him interact with all people from all walks of life. He has a passion for people. But again, I think a lot of that is attributed to his gift in knowing how to balance his life, his gift in how to connect with people. Um, I've never had a conversation with Ben where I felt like, you know, I wasn't the center of the conversation. Yeah, exactly. And, And he's made it a point to, address you and talk to you and even inquire, you know, certain things about you that no one else would know. Like, and I'll I'll give you a little bit. Ben has approached me and he said, I noticed you have these trinkets on your desk and I I have collected those things too. And and my first thought was, how does he know this? And why would he be drawn to that? You know, but that's the kind of people person he is. So um, again, that's, that's a gift that, a lot of people don't have because most people wouldn't even care. They'd see the things like, oh, that's nice and keep on moving, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he pays attention to details. Yeah. And I know people, other people in our lives that every day are growing and wanting to expand in their gifts and contribute it. 
uh, there is definitely an intention on prevention of burnout because that can happen, you know, especially, you know, you just lose track of time again, like we said earlier, and then you're like, oh, shoot, I have other parts of my life that I'm supposed to focus on. Is that a gift to burnout? I, I, me, myself, I don't <laughs> think burnout is a gift. I think. Um, What's your gift? I like to burn, <laughs> burn out. I like to crash and burn. Right? No, because I, I, I know I've done that far too many times. And yeah. I, I really have to implement that balance and uh, figure out how to not get stuck on one thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I hope that this has inspired you. It's definitely got me thinking and us thinking about the gifts that we present to the world and how it's presented. Yeah. Right? So um, we encourage you to reflect on your own gifts and just consider how you can contribute uh, that to the world. I know that we need it all. And so what you have, um, some of it was meant to be shared. Some of it just for you and that's cool too um i think it's time to get some people on this podcast that really are about contributing their gifts and what that looks like absolutely sound good yeah all right well you know us to take the elevator we say look up and let's elevate, elevate. every day